to Hashtag Travel Talks. It's your podcast on the latest digital trends in travel and tourism marketing. And here's your host, Nolly Nicholas. Welcome to a new episode of Travelcast. And today I have the great pleasure to receive Hugh Arsborg. So can you present yourself, please? Hello, Nolly. My name's Hugh. I'm, uh, I've been in the brand and marketing business for over 30 years, and I'm currently an associate partner of strategy at a brand and design experience firm in Chicago called BSA Partners. Can you tell us what is the anatomy of a strong brand? So at BSA, we work with this idea that um, there's what a brand is and what a brand does. And essentially, what people refer to as branding or marketing um, is kind of those two things. The branding tends to be what a brand is and marketing tends to be what a brand does or says. Um, but we see there's a big disconnect between those two ideas, right? Because sometimes they don't work as a whole and what the brand stands for isn't necessarily how the brand is experienced by consumers. Um, so what we've kind of done is think about it in terms of uh, a brand promise and how does the brand deliver on that promise. So brands create meaning for the user or the customer when these two things are, or ideas are connected. And what are the most effective ways of keeping it for the long haul? So travel is, uh, is an interesting way of looking at the lens of, of this, mostly because you know, customers, consumers have so many travel options. And, you know, how does a brand, a travel brand, whether it's an airline or a hotel or a car rental, whatever, how does it stand out? And how does it stand out beyond the idea of just price, right, or convenience? Those are clearly important things that influence a consumer's choice. But it, it's more than that, right? We do have loyalty to certain brands, and we do have our preferences as travelers. So we kind of believe that, you know, there's, there's a, a way to maybe help brands, um, you know, create or deliver upon a unique set of promises, if you will, that they're, they're trying to, to communicate to consumers. Um, and so what makes branding so complicated especially in the travel industry, is that brands are really experiences, right? Those experiences involve more than just a product or a service or a room at a good rate, but it includes a digital experience. How easy was it for me to book my hotel or airline? They um, involve customer service experiences. What happens when something goes wrong or when something goes right? How do, how do I interact with, um, with the people that work there? And even packaging experiences. How is the whole thing put together so when I, I get to my destination, you know, what was the experience in the room or on the plane or when things are served to me? Or, uh, it, it, it's, it's a very complicated thing. And um, brands really have to identify what they can deliver and, and how they can do that in a way that's relevant to their customers, influential in driving brand usage and loyalty. And then, more, most importantly, they have to get credit for those promises. As you know, we are living into a digital noise. And 
Can you tell us what are the most effective ways to be more relevant? So as we think about what I just was describing, this, you know, these experiences and all the promises that happen along the way, we, we actually developed a methodology that we call promise to performance, right? It helps scores uh, a brand on how well they're connecting, what, what a brand is saying they're going to do, and how they deliver upon what they actually do. Uh, and so specifically, we even looked at the travel industry and we, we went in and we looked at airlines was the, was the best example. And we looked at explicit and implicit promises. So we, we looked at the promises that they were making on their, in their advertising or in their website. And then we also um, looked at what they're saying in terms of the, their copy as defined by the tone of the brands are communicating and um, not just headlines. Um, and then as we, we put this into play, we talked to real consumers and we said, okay, you said you use these brands. Does this brand get credit for these statements? And so we asked consumers to rate how well a, a take fly the friendly skies, for example, on United, you know, does United get credit for that? And then we asked them, you know, how important is that to you? And then we said, you've indicated you are a frequent United traveler. Um, how well does United actually deliver against the friendly skies promise? And when you put all of those things together, what we learned is there's kind of an index um, that will help marketers and brands understand whether they need to redefine their promises because they're not relevant or they're not important um, or they need to more effectively deliver on those promises because they're not getting credit for it, even though it's an important thing to say or do. And that, in our opinion, is kind of the, the anatomy of what makes a strong brand. And it's more than just saying you're going to be something or, or deliver it. You have to deliver it through the people that work for you. And that's super important in the travel industry because it's so heavily reliant upon the individuals that deliver the experiences. What are the signs that your brand is losing its momentum and what can be done about it? Well, I think, you know, like I've been saying, you know, especially within the travel industry, this idea of customer experience is super important to success. And customer experience drives loyalty, right? We, we, are, we become loyal to a brand, not because we're earning points, although points are important, but it's also we, we enjoy the experience that we get from that. So if you think about designing every touch point that a customer may have with your brand, you know, from discovery to booking to checking in, you, we all are familiar with the, the typical journeys. Um, all of those touch points leave an impression with consumers. Um, and each one of these touch points is really intricate and, and different. So, for example, the booking experience online, you know, you have to, you have to go through a lot of different, different decisions that are not just related to the best price, but it's also the, 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 the seat availability, it's the convenience, the number of connections, etc. We found that the most successful brands are, are doing things that are um, 
breaking through the noise by designing tangibility into their brands, right? So when I say tangibility, um, they're, they're, they're designing elements or aspects of their brand that people can really grasp, can talk about. Um, so let me give you a good example of this. Um, Southwest Airlines is actually kind of an easy example. Um, their purpose is to connect people to what's important to their lives through friendly, reliable, low-cost air travel. And typically a, a, a purpose statement would be the brand's reason for being, conveying why they exist in the world and how they intend to make the world a better place. And somewhere along the line, uh, that purpose was translated into some creative expression that was built around the idea of freedom. You're now free to move about the country, um, freedom to travel, freedom to go visit loved ones or take vacations or have a, a quick getaway. But the idea of freedom in the airline industry is not unique. I mean, anybody could claim freedom. In fact, car rental companies can claim freedom. Anybody can claim it. But what Southwest has done is they built tangibility into their specific promise. And that they've done that by saying you can choose your own seat. You have the freedom to... Uh, to change your change your fare without any fees. You have the freedom to check your bags without paying baggage fees. You have the freedom to get away with really inexpensive fares. And so all of these things give customers actually, uh, they reinforce why they like Southwest Airlines because um, they're very tangible. And they're also things that you, people can talk about and say, well, why did you choose Southwest? Well, because I don't have to change I don't have any change fees if I if I have to cancel my flights, and that is a that is a super important element to branding and standing out um, because it, it promotes um, sharing and going back to your idea of social. Like, what do one what do people talk about? They can talk about the fact that I I had to change my flight, but I, they didn't charge me two hundred dollars to do that. Brands are like gardens, right? You, you really have to maintain your garden. You have to water it. You have to prune it. Um, you have to make sure that you're taking care of it. And uh, so good brand marketers are uh, paying attention to their garden. Another analogy I like to make is the uh, analogy of marriage, right? So we all know the, the marriage vows to have and to hold for better, for worse, for richer, for poor, sickness and in health. Um, so that does do part, right? So we, you know, if you've made that promise, you, you, you sort of take it in. But um, the problem is most marriages don't perform very well, right? <laughs> and the top two reasons for divorce are finances, richer or poor, or infidelity to love and cherish. And, I, you know, I think, I think, you know, how do you know when your marriage is failing? Well, you know, it's, it's kind of the same idea. You start to see things fall apart. Um, to me, it feels like a lot of brands in, t in today's world, because it, as you say before, it's so crowded. There's so much noise. I think they get in over their skis and they forget who they are. They forget the DNA of the brand, the purpose, why they exist, the role they play in a consumer's life. Um, and it's competitive and these brand managers, these brand stewards 
sort of get caught up in being reactive to the competition. And the best brands know who they are and they build upon that. They, you know, Southwest, for example, they, they know what they're about and they built upon that. And it's, and that's reflected in the culture. It's reflected in the people that they hire, which in turn is translated into the products and the experiences that their customers have through the people that understand the brand. A great example is Virgin. You know, we've all are familiar with Richard Branson and Virgin, and they have many, many, many line extensions, you know, that extend well beyond travel, but they, um, they, their, their travel experiences, actually their hotels, their airlines, their, even their travel vouchers reflect that core DNA, which is, um, if you look at Virgin's purpose statement, it's providing a heartfelt service, being delightfully surprising, red hot, and straight up while maintaining an insatiably curiosity and creating smart disruption. So Virgin knows who they are and their people know who they are. They know what the brand stands for. And I think that is what really ekes through everything about the Virgin experience, whether you're in a hotel or on an airplane. And my final and personal question is, what was your most memorable travel? So, um, it's, you know, it's, I, I am a, I'm an experienced traveler. Um, I, I've lived abroad. My daughter is going to school at the university in, in Scotland and my wife's English. So I, I've, I've actually, um, have a, a, a memorable experience that could have been so much better. Uh, about a year ago or a year and a half ago, I became a million miler on American Airlines. And we've all watched the George Clooney movies and, see, you know, you know, seen these, heard these stories about these frequent travelers. Well, that was me. And I was hitting my million mile mark actually on a flight from Heathrow uh, to O'Hare. And I was flying business class on a Dreamliner. And I told the, I told the flight attendant, that I, this was my million mile voyage. And she was like, oh, that's nice. And I was so disappointed. I was expecting champagne and maybe an announcement over the intercom. And, and it was like sort of no big deal like it was any other flight. And I was so disappointed because it could have, it actually could have been a great moment and something that I had talked about positively Instead, I probably told this story a lot more times because of what didn't happen as opposed to what could have happened. And I, I think that's a pretty valuable lesson for brands, um, especially in the travel industry. Every, every moment is an opportunity to surprise and delight and make, um, make customers feel valued. Okay. So thank you for your time. So how can I, can we reach you on internet well the best way to get me is my twitter handle which is uh qru h-u-g-h-r-u and you can always find me on linkedin okay so thank you and uh, i wish you all the best thank you very much it's been a real pleasure and i hope this has been useful for your uh for your audience thank you bye great thank you bye-bye